You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey, Jordan, your usual drink tonight? Yes, thank you. So, where's Eric and Ryan? Uh, They're on their way. I wanted to listen to your latest podcast, but where can I download the episodes again? You can download all of our episodes at movieguyspodcast.podme.com. You can also find us on every social media platform. Every social media platform? That's awesome. Hey, it looks like your friends are here. Let me get the first round for you guys. So I'm trying to decide at all if this movie, Project Power, is an inch better than extraction i don't think so this may get a bag of kernels tonight we're talking about project power eric how the hell are you doing uh, i'm doing okay i i'm curious to know what everyone's reactions or five minutes of action is going to be i i guess that's kind of what this movie i don't know even ryan how are you I'm okay. I'm a little tired, but, you know, it's very easy to get overwhelmed by the visuals in this movie. Really? Yeah. There you got the the neon colors, the reds. That's about it. All right. So I was going off the bat. Uh, This movie sucks. Don't see it. Like, what? What an interest. I thought you were going to say that. Yeah, no, it's, it's terrible. Like, it's really bad. Um, I watched this twice. I watched it yesterday and I watched it again tonight to be like, okay, what the fuck am I missing? And I'm not missing much like interesting concept, but I don't think that this was clearly like a first draft draft script, right? Because of COVID, (laughs) they needed to film this quick, right? Because this story is not flushed out at all. What's so fucking ever. What about the it, story? It doesn't make sense. Be, because what what this movie is, where it's introduced, kind of just it, really weird, but I, it makes sense like later on. I guess I got to answer to a few questions. Is that we get introduced to? Oh, hold on, let me actually pull up the uh, the cast list here though. But uh, Robin, right? We get kind of introduced to Robin, who is uh, well. We get a quick intro about this new drug on the street called Power. Am I right? Right. And yep. The fun thing about this movie is that Power when you activate and swallow gives you superpower for five minutes it's kind of weird that it just seems to be f- exactly five minutes for for everybody and like you could set your watch to it five minutes which is kind of a, it's kind of a weird thing um but uh, I, again i guess there's a time run so maybe there's like some sort of machine inside of it we get to just robin who's like a, a dealer but she's also like a teenager and then we get to introduce to frank right who's like the, the 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 bad cop, the bad but good cop. Is and, he bad? Well, he's uh no, he's he's the good cop, but he does it a different way, right? Is that what it is? No, but okay. 
Well, yeah, yeah he doesn't follow he, the he doesn't follow it. the rules. What are you talking about? He's taking the drug, man. It's not even a drug, dude. He even calls it out of the movie to the chief. He was like, "This is not even illegal. What I'm doing." Yeah, ex exactly. But it's still not a good look. I mean, this is terrorizing the city. Yeah, but he's using it so he doesn't get shot. This guy would have been dead ten. Hey, oh my god. <laughs> I, Joseph, I'm not arguing with you. I I agree. Like, yeah, he, it doesn't make sense. Like this stuff was oh obviously, used, but here's the thing: is like, that's a big that's a big risk. Knowing knowing what you know about it now, Jordan, would you take it? No, because I don't understand the mythology, the ideology. I don't know what you want to call it because it's like because what they say in the beginning of the movie is that you take this thing. And, and you get power. Everybody's power is different, right? But then in the middle of the movie, you get this crazy dealer guy. He's like, hey, the animal kingdom, they have power, so to speak. And humans don't have that. Like frogs can break their bones to use them as weapons. And, the, and then towards the end of the film, a person's going to have their bones broken to use them as weapons. Yeah, that was kind of silly. <laughs> but... And then one... And, and then one guy's Mr. Fantastic, and it's like, and then we got Human Torch with with well, uh, with Machine Gun Kelly. It's, it's it's what? Yeah, that's a little odd too because I wanna I wanna know like what animal power that was. So we find out later that power is actually a uh, like an alpha test drug, uh, or a test in its alpha phase, whatever. It, that it's every power it mimics a animal, like uh, in in nature, right? Like so you're and like has led to believe that they're taking the DNA from these animals and putting them into this, these drugs and distributing them throughout the city of New Orleans. Right, but I, oh, Ryan, Ryan, you haven't said anything, please. I, I'm curious what you have to say about everything. No, I think that um, the setup is very interesting. Um, you get these three threads that go beside each other, kind of interweave. Um, with Art, Frank, and, and Robin. The actual pill, I took it as that um, they derive their power, like they mimic animals, um, but like they are supposed to unlock some some ancient thing in your DNA. Like, you know how like we evolve from, you know, like what the suggestion is we evolve from apes you know something in our collective dna that would bring that out but it ultimately isn't explained that well um and when it does get explained it's explained in a very stupid way thank you um i think the movie see i i can't decide if i like this movie or not um because it's interesting but it's also very boring but it moves quick but not a whole lot happens like there it feels like when you when you break the movie down beat by beat a lot of things happen but it feels like not a whole lot happens i felt hard to comprehend hours. ryan I, I i totally agree with you dude i felt that two hours it's an hour and 53 minutes with credits you know but it, i felt the two hours and you know where i felt it at believe it or not the one part of the movie where you're not supposed to feel it at the climax when they get when they get to the ship you're supposed to be excited be like, oh my god, what's gonna happen next? And no, no, it's like, okay, great. One guy's the juggernaut and punches his way through metal doors. 
Oh, great. One guy is Mr. Fantastic. He can bend his bones and do all these things. Oh, you know, great. One guy has breaking his bones and his elbows and like a frog does, like they said in the halfway point of the movie. So we're just going to and, and somehow his bones are sharp as shit and they're like creating sparks. Yeah, that was fun. And, that was fun to watch. Like, that's ridiculous. So just another thing that's ridiculous and I, I think I'm going to get some backlash on this. I don't know. But Joseph Gordon Lovett. Here's an actor that I've watched ever since Third Rock to the Sun, right? He's that's where he got his start. And when Looper came out, I remember saying to my wife, "This guy's gonna be something. May not be, you know, like the next Tom Cruise, but he could be like the next Gosling, you know, like you know, like just like a character actor that can play good parts and he's good in them." And then I saw that he was a bike messenger in a bike messenger movie one time. That's right. I was like, I was like, oh, his career's taking a dump and then he was robin but then he was not robin you're missing angels in the outfield okay no yes yeah he was a kid but anyway uh i'm just saying like joseph gordon lovett sucks joseph (laughs) joseph gordon lovett sucks i cannot believe i'm saying that why why are you hating really why you because he jgl man like really because he's not doing because he sucks he sucks he is playing (laughs) His character in this movie is the same character that he played in Looper. It's the same character. That's who he is. Like that's that's all he plays. Some actors do that. Owen Wilson does that. He is Owen Wilson for every every movie. In fact, both Wilsons which, are. Luke Wilson's the same damn thing. Which sucks, and I feel bad for it because I loved him in some good movies. In and then it's like you're not good. Hold on. He sucks. I want to bring to you a point because you say that you like Will Ferrell movies, and he is Will Ferrell in every movie. Yes, he is, but Will Ferrell... I'm going into a Will Ferrell movie expecting shit and for me to just be like a stupid frat boy for like an hour and a half. Joseph Gordon Lovett, I'm expecting range because I've seen him do it. And this is the... Literally, I don't know if I was watching Looper, or this new movie called Project Power halfway through because he is this he talks the same tone. He has the same line delivery. It's the same outfit. It sucks. The only thing oh I'm sorry. He's wearing a Saints jersey in this one. That's the difference. He sucks. And oh. Jamie Foxx. Oh my God, does Jamie Foxx suck in this movie? Um what exactly? Because so you said you're comparing it to his performance in Looper. Are you saying that it sucks because it's been there, done that, or is there something specific in this movie that you didn't like? I guess it's the first one, buddy. I guess it's been there, done that. Like it's, and it's not just Looper. Like the. Did you not character... like him in Looper? No, no, I loved him in Looper, but then his character was kind of the same. And the Dark Knight Rises, you know, and then his character was kind of the same. Oh, what was the movie after Dark Knight? They, I was just talking like that bike, that, that bike messenger movie. Premium kind Rush. Of, Premium thank Rush, you. Yeah. Premium Rush. Kind of the same. I've, I've seen him in other movies. I can't name on uh, top of my head. Inception. Uh, uh, Don John. Thank you. Thank you. Inception. Same fucking character. And in this, it's this. That's all he can do. He is Patrick Swayze. He's Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's just, uh, just. Snowden. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't Nothing. necessarily agree that he's giving the same performance in every movie. Um, I think this one in particular, 
make like because I didn't like him in this movie either, and I don't think it's because he gives a bad performance. I think it's because his character is nothing. Like he's underwritten completely. He has sort of like a wisecracks that he does, uh, but that's it. And he doesn't like he helps facilitate the plot, but Frank in and of himself is a non-entity. Uh, like Robin gets a backstory, um, Art gets a backstory, but Frank he's just a cop. And that's that's it. That's like that's all we're supposed to go on. And he I don't wears, think we. You're uh, right because I don't think we. Jersey. We don't see his 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 home. We don't see if he has a family. We don't see if a wife that left him. We don't see if he's married. We see nothing of this guy. You're right, Ryan. Is he supposed to be the metaphor for um, New Orleans after Katrina? Everything's left behind. Yeah, they say, okay, you know what, speaking of that, fuck these directors. You know, I am not a paranormal activity fan. I have never have been. I've seen them all, and I didn't want to, but I've seen them all. Mm -hmm. And the one paranormal activity movie that I thought actually was a legitimate good movie was the third one, and it was a prequel in the 80s. And I legitimately enjoyed that movie. I thought the directors uh, did something interesting with the material. And they make this? Like, this is like the director who did Suicide Squad. The guy who did Training Day. That's what this feels like. It doesn't feel like somebody that's trying to be creative. And I just love how they're like, hey, Joseph Gordon Lovell was a Batman, so we got to make three Batman and Robin references. <laughs> Stupid. Get really, really stupid. Well, they also named the character Robin, so it kind of lends itself to that. Right, right. Uh, Eric, what do you think of Machine Gun Kelly? He's just getting a career, isn't he? Ever since he's boning Megan Fox. Yeah, he's just. Uh, I mean, he's just working. He's just doing whatever. Made made a quick little little side uh, job, side role in this movie. Dies quick. Sure, whatever, man. Uh, he, he was hey, in that other movie, yeah. right? That Motley Crue movie, The Dirt, right? And he also was in the movie we reviewed, Bird Box. Oh shit! He, he was in Bird Box. He was yeah, one so that was banging the girl, and uh, he's making uh, an appearance. But that, I mean, that's common, right? I mean, for the people to, to hey, kind of mix between the music and the and the acting. Hey, to be honest with you, because I want to know what Ryan has to say, but to be honest with you guys, I think Machine Gun Kelly's segment was probably the best part of this movie. It was the most entertaining. Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, I don't like Machine Gun Kelly. I wish he would just go away. But it appears from what you guys are saying that he's he's in the Netflix family, so he's going to be in a lot of this shit. Um, I actually think that his segment was the best uh, yeah. because that was before thing like they tried to explain things and it didn't make any sense back like when you're like, okay, what's happening? Let's let's go on this ride. Um, I do think it's kind of. Uh, dumb the way that fight ends where art just like gets his shirt wet and uses it to tackle the guy who's on fire oh yeah um but <laughs> oh yeah the, the chase sequence is pretty good the the visual of a man on fire running at you down a small hall like a narrow hallway is intense but again it's all completely undone because you have him basically drowning the man on fire with his right. bare hands you're right I, I actually, I will give that segment one more compliment. They do it throughout the rest of the movie, but not as severe as Machine Gun Kelly's part. This is a guy whose inner power is to be 
turned on fire and has super strength, it seems like. So after he's not on fire, what does he look like? And the scarring on his face, and he has like these third-degree burns. Okay, I will go with that because then all of a sudden, in the middle of the movie, we get a guy after the whole freezer girl thing we'll talk about, the ice girl, he grows to like 10 feet tall. You know, it's 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 like that's completely different than the guy on fire because there's no repercussions for growing 10 feet tall, it seems like. You know, like it would make sense to me just like any drug, right? Any hardcore street drug that there's going to be a physical uh, repercussion for what you're doing. And that's what it seemed like that was doing with the fire, but nothing else. And like at that of- at that point when you see the scarring on his face, I thought for a moment, just a very fleeting moment, that they were gonna like try to do uh, an action uh, action movie version of Requiem for a Dream. I legitimately thought that's what we were gonna get. Just this prolonged metaphor for drugs are bad. Right. Uh, and then, like you said, they don't really do it the rest of the movie except for the girl who like freezes to death. But wouldn't that have been an interesting concept, though? I mean, still do the movie that they did, I guess. But bring that up. You know, like, I mean, you know a junkie in real life when you see them. You know a meth addict when you see them. So why can't that be, like, part of the culture in this movie, right? Oh, my God, they they do power because look at them. I mean, like, where's where's the inner city struggle? But then again, I guess I'm giving this movie, you know, more credit than what it deserves because they didn't do that. Again, this is the fucking first draft of the script, right? I mean, th- this thing's not fleshed well, out. Well, they they just like kind of had a reason to to maybe write something a little superhero and had an excuse to, I don't know, play around with some visuals. Like uh, for instance, the uh, bank robbery, and we got to see the uh, JGL go into action to the bank and uh, try to, I guess, catch the the robber, right? And we get to see that. Um, a show of power that the the guy was a chameleon type of thing, like right. He was able to just kind of blend in with the background, and right, just, right. Uh, be invisible basically, and um, he just runs around naked, right? I'd assume. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, and it just you know, stealing shit, and so that was a, that was kind of a cool sequence. But like, um, these are just kind of silly reasons, like to just kind of. I I agree with you, Jordan, where it's just kind of like, oh well, we can. We can make a guy invisible for this scene. Oh, we can make a guy super strong. And then what's Jimmy Fox? Is that he's a he's a shrimp, uh, the pistol shrimp. I, I think to, it's, he I, can he I can look, look focus. I think he can focus his energy and shoot it at people. It's not really like he uses the pistol shrimp as a like a metaphor for it, but it's not really because like it's kind of like that because pistol shrimps they have one really they they have one claw that's larger than the other. And they just close it real quick, and it shoots like it, it pressurizes the air or the water uh, between. Oh, here. So quickly that it, it, it boils basically, and they shoot like a boiling water at something to incapacitate it. Hey, so they can I, grab I it. looked it up. Can I can I read it to you guys? Okay. Um, apparently, uh, unlike most shrimp and claws, the typical pincers uh, they don't have the typical pincers at the end. Rather, they have a pistol-like feature made of two parts in, in their pinchers, guys. A joint that allows the, quote, hammer part to move backward into a right-angled position, and when released, it snaps into the other part of the claw, emitting an enormously powerful wave of bubbles capable of stunning larger fish and breaking a small glass jar. 
that was cool. From, that was from the wiki. So there you go. He's able to, to do a little a little AOE burst. Which so he he's can. so he so he's havoc from X Men. My uh, first thought was right. Thor. When they bring it to when they bring up at the end when he's killing everyone, my first thought was Thor because it looks like lightning. Ah, uh, there yes. you go. Yes, all of that. I just you know. I guess for a movie like this, I think if they would have had three or four more drafts and a screenplay of this, then maybe they would have fleshed it out more to where it had been about the city and the struggles with the city and how they're trying to deal with this drug that's not illegal or legal and how did it get here. And, and having the very stupid trope of, Jamie Foxx, they took my daughter. Like, really? <laughs> a little silly too. Like what? What we have your daughter so that? Oh well, she was also the experiment, right? For the uh, right for the two version of the drug, right? Because he was an experiment, and it's like, oh god, really? And this guy, Jamie Fox, Jamie Fox, I will uh, praise you for two movies that I love you in. Other than that, you're dog shit in my opinion. And people are gonna be like, what about Ray? Fuck Ray. Uh, what, what love about him Ray? in it. What about right? I I love Jamie Foxx in any given Sunday. One of the best football movies of all time, and I love him in Django. Those are two great characters that he plays. Other than that, I, I everything he does, I just I just can't get along with. And I was hoping that he would be strong in this, and he wasn't. He was he was just like Frank. He was he was bad, and and also too, uh, we find out towards in the movie. Is that uh, the uh, the chief of police knew of all this going on? Frank's boss, and then you know Jamie Fox is even saying it. Joseph Gordon Lovett, uh, you know your chief knows about this. Yeah, I'll take care of him next. It's like what wh that that's a loose end. Like why? Like why are you even bringing that up? Sequel, bro. Oh my Sequel, God. bro. You got to take down the city. The government knew. They're flooding the streets with crack. No way. It's a power. Right. And you gotta you gotta fight to clean the streets. That uh, so police chief isn't just anybody, by the way. That was uh, Courtney B. Vance. And I know him how. Um, he played uh, uh, Johnny Cochran in the OJ documentary. He's married to Angela Bassett. He played uh, Ike Turner in the Teenage documentary. I know who you're talking about because I've seen both of those. Okay. Um, well, let's, right, so let's pause this real quick because when it happened, I chuckled. Um, so we talked about Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, stopping the guy in the bank. After that, like, so he uses his power, which is invincibility, to um, stop the guy. The police chief, as like, because he gets shot in the side of the head point blank and he survives, so they're checking him out. Police chief comes and talks to him, and that's when that's when Frank is like, "This isn't normal." Like what's happening, and and the police chief like takes off his hat and hands it to him, says something, and then there's just a, a picture of uh, Art uh, Jamie Fox inside the the brim of the cap, <laughs> and that's what sends Frank on his mission to get Art to bring him in because he's a dangerous man. And I like yeah, Eric, I laughed. I was like, why the fuck do you have that in your hat? You just carry that's, that picture around. That's, ter that's terrible. Why not have it on a phone? an ipad or a printed out picture like why that's weird you're right i forgot about that that's terrible because they're in the diner 
You know, yeah. and his and he takes off his hat and just stares at him like, "Hey, dude, look at the hat." His kind hand, of look. I think, went past two breast pockets to get to the hat. That's just so stupid. Like this, just uh, guys, seriously, for for the third fucking time, this is the first draft, right? I mean, there's no way this is a completed actual script. I would imagine so, because the more I think about it, I, I think you can get rid of Frank, and the movie doesn't really change because Frank, he doesn't. He doesn't impact the story, really. Like, he rescues Robin once. He helps her break into the boat. But outside of that, he doesn't He doesn't really have, it, like, an important role. No. There's there, There's no role with him. I guess if you want to have the comedic uh, skit where he's pretending to take a shower in Robin's mom's house, and she just goes with it still. And they don't even talk about the men in black. I know it's not what they're called, you know, but the guys that are at Robin's mom's house trying to figure out what's going yeah, on. The they don't, suits. they don't, yeah, the suits, they don't talk about them much. Give me more. The scene that made me scratch my head a lot, though, is when we get to the ice girl in the middle of the movie, where, like, okay, we have this woman, like this older woman who is from not this country. What she, she is, she is uh, connected she, to the cartels. Cartel, cartel, okay. And she wants to see a demonstration. So they have this. Like glass box Casey and Casey this... Nyset's girlfriend. Or who? That guy, that that guy with the mug. That right, uh, yeah. That guy was a very ugly man. He's a he's a YouTube star. He was he he's in this movie for the clicks. Oh. Cause that was a very ugly man. He's he is, a YouTube he star? is a very successful man. He is, he is what one of the most successful vloggers, I'd say, ever. He's just like an influencer? Is that what he is? Yeah. He's a video game. Doesn't he play video games? He does not. He's a, he's a vlogger on, uh, um, on on YouTube. I don't mean to shout him out, but he's, he's got these airplane videos, which are, are kind of fun. You know, like. Oh, I see that first class kind of reviews. Yeah, yeah. The guy goes like on a fucking like Korean or like a Japanese first class thing, and he gets his cock sucked and his face rubbed. Yeah, yeah. fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck that guy. Anyway, so, (laughs) um, yeah. So like his, so like his girlfriend takes uh, the power, and she turns into uh, Frozen. They call out Frozen. They they called out Frozen, and I looked at my wife, and I said, I think I'm going to stop. And she goes, no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> like, like, I was pissed at uh, that point because I, I looked Gina, at her. powering through it, by the way. Well, I was so upset cause, because, because you know, she 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 is an attractive woman, and, you know, she, she starts having the ice stuff coming out of her hands. And I looked at my wife, and I go, if they make a reference about Frozen, I'm going to fucking shit. And as soon as I said that, he was like, it's like Frozen. Oh, my God. So, anyway. Um, so, help me understand this real quick, okay? Just seriously, because this was a big question for me, guys. I want to hear from you guys. So, they go to this underground club, and there's this underground bar kind of sense. And uh, a woman that's with the cartel it wants to see a demonstration, take this down to Mexico. So, they give this uh, – so, they give the power to – this guy's girlfriend and she turns into an ice princess but it's climate controlled so then when shit goes down and guns are being fired off they fuck with the climate and it gets hot and she melts or then she freezes i don't understand 
why the ice princess died. Can anybody explain that to me? Seriously? They were warm. The climate, the box was keeping her warm so she didn't freeze. And once it stopped, she froze to death, um, which is kind of dumb because okay. the whole the the whole point of the power thing is you don't know what it's going to give you. So they kind of had to have known that she was going to have ice yeah. powers. You're right, because they even said, oh, it's an ice. Well, they didn't say ice princess. I'm just going to say it for the shit of it. But, oh, my God, it's the ice princess power. That's really rare. So evidently, other people have the same exact powers. There's, like, more fire guys or ice princesses. But but so they're keeping it controlled so she doesn't freeze to death. But what if she was a junkie and took that in the middle of the street? Would she freeze to death? Yes. Okay, so now this movie just definitely deserves a bag of kernels because you're telling me this girl is going to freeze to death, but Machine Gun Kelly can be literally on fire, and he will not die. He he did die. Like I'm sure that he eventually probably he died. From he like that. he he would have, but this was her first time taking it. Well, Eric. we don't know that she would freeze to death. I mean, it was climate controlled to they, counter that, so we didn't. So they could they just countered the superpower. It was just a demonstration. So I, I really don't know. But, at the but, same, but think about that though. That's stupid, Eric. Yes, it is. I'm. I'm not disagreeing with you. They, but they, they have said at many parts that, in in the probability of 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 what it could be for taking this pill, it could also be immediate death. It could just be something that would just kill you. That that, that you know, there it is. That's. Oh yeah, and they yeah they say that Joseph Gordon Levitt says that near the beginning, and then at some point. Near when they're on the boat, some guy takes it and his chest just explodes. Yeah, so they're, yeah. they're kind of using that as well too. As maybe there's there's a lot of just kind of good little excuses in this movie just to kind of keep things moving forward. You know, it just um, you know, just to, just to keep things moving forward. Basically, they're just like, well, then this happens next, and then this happens next, and it's like, well, everything's very convenient how it happens. And I, I agree with you guys completely. It just it's just kind of the dominoes falling in this movie. So, uh, not to make the episode longer, and this is kind of like part of my last of my gripes before we get into our popper rating. So, cliche, right? I mean, he's looking for his daughter. You know, she's on the boat, the Genesis, right? You know, he finds his daughter, or Robin finds the daughter. But it's like, wouldn't she be, like, hypnotized, mind-controlled? Uh, I have more power. I am now the most powerful one ever. Cliche, right? That doesn't happen. Robin finds her and is like, hey, I'm here with your dad. And she's like, okay, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, she, right? Yeah. It, yeah, no, I mean, it's super easy. It's a, kind of a letdown. It was um, terrible. I mean, like, this movie's so cliched, so I'm expecting some cliches. But, god damn. I, I took it that she... Because she has the ability to heal. Because I think she brings her dad back from the dead. I think. I think he dies um, when he uses his power. Um, but I think that she she doesn't have all these gifts. She just has something inside her DNA that can unlock these these traits and other people. That's why I believe they took the stem cells from the back of her neck um, to use as obviously the base for everything they're doing. Um, what got me at the end that I thought was absolute bullshit is that Frank didn't die because they set up that his power, he's, is he's invincible. 
and he has the watch run for five minutes at the end, and he gets shot after the five minutes is over. Logically, you would expect him to be the sacrifice because he, you know, he either got cocky or, or what have you, or he just ran out of time and he dies he, because his power goes away and he gets shot or something. But now he survives, and that, that angered me. That there really needed to be a death. There needed to be a death. Out of the four, Frank the made the most the sense. There better not be, because you told me, Eric, that there's a sequel to Extraction, and I'm still scratching my head saying, why? These, these are, are little areas that, that they're, they're feeling. I think that this movie is just capitalizing on the superhero kind of uh, intake right now. That's just the overload that we're getting. And they feel like this is maybe a unique way to show different ways of, of superpowers, people getting superpowers that we can be like, well, we're different because this time it's a drug and this time it's a pill and it's random. And, you know, whoa, we got some stars in here too. buckle up. I think that's just kind of what their what their throw is. And they're just trying to get clicks with this movie. And I think it shows even more just by um, maybe having like those trendy stars in this movie. I think that it's a big pull as well, too. But they didn't really try. I don't know. This movie kind of is going to appeal to like a, the junior high school crowd. I mean, if, if I was like 12, 13 watching this, I'd be like, this is actually kind of rad. But Right. No. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, um, I, I get you. I mean, it's, you know, it's just kind of a, I don't know, like a cartoon of a movie, man. It's just a silly movie. Shitty movie. Let's get into our popcorn ratings. Ryan, you can go back to Colonel's. What is your popcorn rating for Project Power? Oh, well, I'm going to give it a small bag because there actually are a few things in this movie I enjoyed. Um, I liked the uh, the actress that plays Robin. I can't remember her name. Um, I actually like Jamie Foxx in this movie. Uh, his character uh, isn't that good. Um, but I think he is enough of a presence in the movie to make up for it. Some of the visuals are good in this movie sometimes occasionally their camera work works in service of the the scene uh but a lot of times it's just show offy shit uh like the fight with the girl in the glass tube um the ending when he releases his power uh i i got pretty excited for that i thought that looked really cool it was pretty legit but overall is a pretty boring movie um once once you get set up and they're like a little ways into the second act when things start to converge on each other, it just gets boring and uninteresting. And when they start explaining things, it doesn't make sense. And you you would feel lost if you hadn't already given up caring at that point. Um, but um, like I said, I like the beginning. I like the setup. I like the concept of the movie. I just feel that they didn't they 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 dropped the ball when they tried to explain it how it's a government the government's doing it to test this pill on i'm assuming the poor people the forgotten people of new orleans or some nonsense um but yeah small bag probably never gonna watch this again well i mean for me it's a bag of kernels this 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 is shit uh, this is this is this is extraction shit. Yeah, I mean, like, I cannot give a movie over a bag of kernels because it looks pretty. I like there are great visuals in it, Ryan. I will totally agree with you on that. 
Well, other than that, this, this movie's this dog shit. I mean, it is it is it is a first draft at best. The director's of Paranormal Activity three, which the whole franchise is dog crap as well. But the third one at least had something going for it. It had a concept. This has nothing. Uh, nothing's fleshed out. The characters are not fleshed out. Uh, Robin, she was at least interesting. You no, know, she had some weight to her, uh, but like nothing that I could really chew on. It, it, it was it was nonsense. It was just nonsense. This movie made no sense to me. I was bored out of my mind, and it's a bad, bad thing when the last 30 minutes of your movie and I just want it to be over with because you don't know how to end it. That fucking boat scene. And also we get this evil white woman who knows everything and is in charge of the organization. Who the fuck is she? And how does she know everything? They don't explain it. And it's just annoying. This movie's annoying. Sharks bag of... Yeah, there you go. Movie's annoying. It's a bad movie. It's a terrible movie. I will put it on my list on one of the worst films I've seen in 2020. <laughs> this is this is bad. This is really, really bad. It's uh, just not good. And I guess to end my rant, when you get a movie that has Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Lovett attached to it, I'm expecting something a little bit better. And this, this, this was not it. This what did was you not give, it. What did you give the babysitter last week? A small bag. Babysitter <laughs> at least was in her... <laughs> The babysitter was entertaining, at least. I mean, like, it had some horror references. The chicks were hot. It was some good kills for it. It had something. It knew what it was doing. It was a cheesy, stupid, 80s, 90s reference uh, horror movie, so to speak. This movie doesn't know what it is yet. I'm serious. I mean, like, they needed to take time and flush out the script more. Like you said, Ryan, like, just completely right out Frank. There's no reason for him to be here. Like there's a lot of fat that needs to be trimmed. And this movie could have been an hour and a half. I'm giving a bag of kernels simply because this movie doesn't have an identity. This movie doesn't know what it is yet. And it was just not entertaining to me. It did not know what it wanted to be. And because of me being the audience, I did not know what the movie wanted me to feel. It was confusing. And I didn't like it. So for me, it's I guess a bag you're, of you're okay to have your opinion, opinion Jordan, but I, I am going to give this a small bag as well. I don't think that it was the actor's fault in this movie. I think it was just kind of the story. It just maybe just a bit uh, junior, I guess, if that's a, a review that I, I can use. It's just, you know, it just seemed like it was just kind of quick to get to where it needed to go and introduce the concept. This was a paycheck movie for everyone involved and that's just kind of you have those in the business that's really what it is that i think is capitalizing off of a hot uh kind of genre right now in the superhero world and it's just trying to it's just trying to make a buck that's really what i think this this movie is but i think the problem is uh and the reason why maybe jordan is so uh passionate about his his views is that i think this movie is trying to take itself too seriously and Ooh, yeah that that just might be what it is because you you have now this um this this broader kind of uh, area of superheroes of it being like playful of it being serious of it being dark you know and you you can have different themes now there's different there's different options on the dial now for for that for that area um, even with like the boys like you know this is a new intro uh, to 
uh, a, a new world of superhero movies where they're the, the good guy, bad guy type of thing. So we, you know, it, it's getting bigger, this, this this world, just like a zombie movie, right? Uh, or that genre. It, it got really wide, right? We introduced a lot of different new concepts. So I, I don't think it's, again, the actor's fault. I think they, they did what they needed to do. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised to see a sequel in this movie, Small Bag. Oh, I hope not. But next week, we'll be coming back with a Hulu exclusive release with Palm Springs. Uh, this was Ryan's pick. I have no idea what it's about from people at work. It's telling me it is like a Groundhog's Day movie. Is that accurate? Yeah, it's yeah, it's Groundhog's Day, but like with two people now. Okay. In Palm Springs, I'm assuming. Yeah, they get stuck at a resort. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So next week we'll be talking about Palm Springs. I'm excited to check that one out because we've not reviewed a, a Hulu original ever. This will be our first ever Hulu original. And then uh, look forward to October because we got some good reviews coming your way, especially at the end of October. We are announcing it here with The Haunting of Bly Manor. That review will be coming out at the end of October, and that will be a very, very exciting episode. I can't wait for that one. Ryan, have you checked out Haunting of Hill House yet? No. All right, well, I, I will yell at it. you. I will yell at you <laughs> off air. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Like always, check us out at MovieGuysPodcast.podbean.com, all social media platforms, and also an Apple Podcast, and where you also get your podcast. Have a good night, Eric and Ed. Thank you so much for joining me. Ed. Have a good night, everybody. Uh, Ed, Ryan. <laughs>